This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 751. March to the beat of your own drummer for higher speaking scores. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English with your hosts, former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. With hundreds of band seven, eight, and nine success stories, our strategies are the smartest in the IELTS world. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. Today, you'll learn four idioms which you can use to impress the speaking examiner when you talk about living life by your own rules. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Lizzie, what's going on? Hey, Jessica, not too much. I'm packing up my life here in Boston, getting ready to move to California. I'm feeling good. Oh, I'm feeling that's good. so big. Let me ask you something. Now, okay. as you are going through all of this stuff, we all just accumulate, right? We <laughs> accumulate so much stuff over the years. Now, yeah. as you're going through all this stuff, are you coming across things that are like, Hmm, I don't know why I still have this. Is this still something that is like me that I need? Or are you discovering stuff like this is I do not care about this anymore and just like getting rid of it? Oh, of course, bags and bags of things. I mean, literally, <laughs> because you know what they say, one person's trash is another person's treasure. So True. I have donated a ton of stuff, including one that was a little hard, my old straight skis. Um, oh. I, I was skiing on a, a pair of skis from like 1997. And I was proud of that because I used to you get a were. lot of- I used to get a lot of comments. People would say, hey, nice skis, old school, <laughs> right? And I loved it. I got a kick out of it. But I, I realized, hey, it's time. To, and I just, I'm, I'm not going to take them to California. So I took them to the Goodwill. <laughs> do you yeah. do you buy much stuff secondhand? Uh, I used to more, like when I was in college a little bit more. I yeah. have over the years. Not, I don't buy much at all nowadays. I don't even like to go yeah. shopping, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I, I avoid shopping entirely. Um, not as much secondhand now, but I liked that feeling of donating bags of clothes, literally totally. bags of clothes, skis, all kinds of stuff we have donated. Yeah, totally. That's funny. I have it on my my schedule for this Sunday as I'm doing a big Goodwill trip. I'm going mm. through it. There's just, there. I need to get rid of mm-hmm. some stuff. Yeah. But you have like don't throw that stuff away guys. If you do live in a country that does have secondhand stores cuz I know yeah. it's just not a thing that happens in some cultures. It's not um valued or appreciated or like it, people think they have to buy everything new. I don't know. But yeah. here definitely a huge culture of secondhand. So even if you come across something and you're like who like your skis, right? You're like yes. who would use these anymore? They're so old. But you know what? <laughs> To each their own. There's somebody out there that's going to love them. 
Definitely. I love that. And it, it does feel good to, first of all, get rid of stuff. And it yeah. does feel good to also donate to whoever might need them, right? At a, at a lower price. So yeah, totally. to each their own. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So guys, um, amazing conversation at the beginning, as always. And it is connected to what you're learning today. Because in speaking part one, and actually... This could happen in speaking part three as well. I think these, these phrases could be useful because you do have to talk about sometimes like priorities and changing values in society. Um, mm-hmm. So phrases today, guys, that we're using are really great for questions about preference and priority. Yes, I love that. And guys, this is all about building a dynamic vocabulary, which is so important on that speaking test. You know, it's a key thing. And I love when we talk about vocab, Jessica, because it's something that we can control, right? I mean, when it comes to grammar, that takes a lot of time to up our score. But vocabulary is something we have a lot of control over. Within a matter of 30 or 60 days, we can increase our score when it comes to vocab. Yeah, definitely. And guys, like you heard Jonathan talking about yesterday, who got an eight on speaking. Uh, um, he says that one of the ways he did that, he accomplished that because he got a six in speaking before, right? Like yes. he increased by two whole band points. So guys, wow. one of the pieces of advice he gave you, which you can start using today, is to choose two or three idioms to keep in your back pocket that you know you can use on the speaking test. So I'm telling you guys right now, if you choose your favorite idiom that Lindsay and I teach you today, this could be one of those phrases. Yes, I love that. So guys, take out your notebook, make sure you are taking notes and let's get into it. So Jessica, what are some of these phrases that we can go into today? Yes. So the first phrase that actually you used in talking about donating stuff, right? One person's trash is another person's treasure. And (laughs) I could paint a picture here living in Portland because this is so true. I'll just, okay. Like I thought of the perfect example. So the last soccer game James had of the spring season, I was walking back to my car and outside this person's house was a box of books old paperback Mm. books. And it just had this big sign on it that said free. And so this person could have just said, I'm just throwing this stuff away, right? Mm. Maybe this is, this is trash. Like, no, I don't care about these anymore. Um, But that person realized that these books could be treasured by somebody else. And I actually found two books (laughs) in that box of free stuff that are my treasure, even though they might have been that person's trash. (laughs) Nice. I love that. It's true. It's all about your perspective. If you've already read something, then it's not valuable to you anymore. But if you haven't read it yet, then why not? It's a treasure. So guys, this is such a natural phrase. This makes me think of... Uh, when I used to live, I lived in Manhattan for a year in my 20s and we lived on the Upper East Side, which was like a really nice neighborhood. I mean, we had a, we had like a good deal to live there, but anyways. Uh, Wednesday night was like large trash night. So we furnished our apartment by going around and looking for things that we could add, like little treasures, right? From like wealthy oh mansions on Madison Avenue or Park Avenue. That's and we just awesome. furnished our apartment from the, we- the, you know, the wealth of Manhattan's trash. Did you get some really nice stuff? 
Yeah, we got a couple nice things. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. So it's kind of strategic if you know when the you live in a wealthy neighborhood and you know when trash night is. (laughs) I totally did that in Taipei. We, I, I totally did that because um, during Chinese New Year, it was a thing where people went through their houses and like got rid of a bunch of old stuff, right? And secondhand culture just definitely does does not exist on the surface there. So a lot of stuff is just put out on the curb, right? Put in front of people's houses. And my friends and I all expats, right? We would, we, we knew this. And so that one week of the year, we knew when it, when the, the purification of the home was happening <laughs> and we would go around and get a bunch of stuff. We got a piano one year. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> awesome. Wow. Okay. That's, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You can get some really good stuff. I love that. Okay. So, so cool. that one's super specific, but then the next three phrases are more about like, you know what? Just saying everybody has their own perspective and that's fine. So anytime on the test when it's like, do you prefer such and such or or whatever. Um, especially if your preference may not be the average or normal or expected preference, then these phrases are great. And I think it's awesome <clears throat> also to say like, look, I'm not the same as every other student. Listen to me. <laughs> yeah. And and now that I think about it, these phrases are actually, well, they help us stand out. They're also quite yeah. American. They're quite cultural in the way that we think as Americans, I think. That's I think, true. Right. So in, in many countries, this may not, there may not be a direct translation or it may not be something that you would say in your language because maybe it's not as much of a value in your culture. So just to be aware of that, I think it's so important when we're learning English to be aware of how much our culture is infused in what we say. You know? For sure. And like we've, we've talked about in the past, like how, what an opportunity it is to be learning another language, to be discovering who you are in that language. And I mm-hmm. think this is getting kind of deep, but guys, <laughs> I think also like if you are thinking about who you want to be, why you have these goals of moving abroad or studying abroad, right? To some extent, maybe you are going against the normal expectations of what it means to be in your culture or stay in your country. And um, even though you are stepping outside like your comfort zone, I think that's something to to recognize and be proud of. And these phrases today are ways you could talk about this to your friends or to yourself, but also on the exam. (laughs) I love that. I love that. All right. So to each their own is the first one. That's a good one. What else do we have for our listeners to take notes on today? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yes. So, well, actually, we we explained the trash and treasure one, but oh, we, we didn't explain to yet. each their own. So we okay. did use that a couple times yes. in the conversation. And that just means like, you know what? Everybody has their own thing. Everybody has their own thing that they enjoy. And even if I don't enjoy it, that is fine. <laughs> yes, exactly. I love it. So easy to say and so natural. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, Lindsay, what's another phrase that is like that has a similar meaning? Well, okay, here it is, guys. It is whatever floats your boat. And if you guys listen to the All Ears English podcast, we covered this in episode 1205. So you should definitely go over there, sign up for All Ears English, and listen to that episode to get a more nuanced understanding. But Jessica, what does it mean exactly, whatever floats your boat? 
I love this prayer. It's because it rhymes. You yeah, know, it's, it's just fun, fun to say. Um, yeah. I think James and I say this a lot. So whatever floats your boat. I mean, if I'm talking about like books with somebody and that person is like, I love romance novels. And I could be like, well, whatever floats your boat. I'm I'm into weird fantasy sci-fi stuff. So you know what? <laughs> we both have our things and that's great. <laughs> right, 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 right. I love that. I love that. So good. So guys, the phrase is whatever floats your boat. And what's the next one, Jessica? So this last one is also just super adorable. I think as Lindsay and I were thinking of these phrases before we recorded, like this phrase just made us both sort of chuckle because it's so cute. Um, If someone marches to the beat of their own drummer. So I would say this pretty much means the same thing as the floats your boat into each their own. But I think it's more of like... It's more recognizing the fact that someone lives their life, makes their choices, yeah. not like anybody else, not caring what people think or do, but because they trust their inner voice and it might yeah. be different and that's great. Exactly. I think this one is a little bit more about your entire persona a little yeah, bit. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Whereas I think to each their own and whatever floats your boat could be about actions. True. But march to the beat of your own drummer. That's more about the whole person. And yeah, totally. like you said, Jessica, the rhythm that they live their life yeah. on. Yeah. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that as a definition to mm-hmm. go along with drummer. It's like this whole yeah. musical metaphor. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah. So as far as being positive or negative, it's all about context. You know, mm-hmm. like if you, there could be a person that is a very conservative person and they might use this negatively mm-hmm. to describe someone's life choices they don't agree with, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, you guys are open-minded, so you're not going to use it like that. I think, guys, this is great in like a part two where you're describing someone you admire, for example. Mm. Um, I think people who are highly successful and have achieved amazing things probably march to the beat of their own drummer, right? Like, yeah, yeah, their life has been defined by unusual choices, we could say. (laughs) For sure, for sure. And guys, this does signal that you, right? Would you say that this, I mean, Jessica, you were an examiner for 14 years. So tell us, do you think that this would signal that a student would be a seven or higher or even higher potentially? It's moving them in that direction? This is definitely seven or higher vocab for sure. Um, You know, guys, I mean, strategically, I have students ask all the time, like, how many idioms do I have to use to get an eight? And there's no number, you guys. But all we can do, all we can control is creating enough noticeable flags for the examiner, creating enough noticeable instances where Mm. the examiner's like, where he he or she wakes up, where they're like, oh, that's not a sick student, right? So we're just, we're building on these things. This is a piece of that, this amazing idiom. The other piece is being very expressive in your pronunciation. So all of these are little, little ways to show the examiner you deserve a higher score. Yeah, I love that concept of just Im- increasing the number of, like you said, notable or noticeable instances that would signal, noticeable signals yes. that show that examiner, we are not a sixth student, right? We are a seven or higher student, and this is what we're doing to prove it. So good. So exactly. good. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, at all of these instances, these are ways we wake up the examiner. And I even yes. made a whole lesson, guys, about how to wake up the examiner on the speaking test. And you guys can get that because you're a podcast listener. As soon as you become a three-key student, you will get that very special bonus. 
I love that. I love that. So guys, to go to the basic course and get that bonus, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash basic. And if you want to add Skype coaching with a member of our team, the Three Keys IELTS team, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash coach and you will get that bonus added to your course. Yes. All right. Awesome. Cool. <clears throat> All right, Jessica. This has been good as always. <laughs> <laughs> Super fun. I think it's safe to say that we both march to the beat of our own drummers. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Just wanted to put that in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think we wouldn't be podcasting if we didn't. I, I know, mean, right? This is a pretty unique <laughs> career, you know, podcasting and teaching English. Very unique, yeah, I would say. <laughs> totally. I love yeah. it. All right, guys. So definitely choose one of today's idioms. And this is your back pocket idiom for the higher speed sport just like Jonathan. All right. Sounds good. Talk to you soon, Jessica. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.